Public library is supposed to be for everyone. Mm -hmm. If it's only for the elite, if it's only for the affluent, it's not a public library. Mm -hmm. So we had to provide a solution for those people that didn't have those means. And, you know, the other thing too is where are you going to do that? A library is fine in the cloud, mm -hmm. but again, if people can't, don't have the technology to access it, if they don't have a device, what kind of solution are you going to provide for that? This is Commerce Street from Ken's 5 Eyewitness News. Libraries are supposed to democratize knowledge, to give everyone access to information and education. But Bear County is big, and not everyone lives near a branch library. So the county designed Bibliotech to fill in the gaps. Six years later, what leaders hoped would be the library of the future is still growing and adapting. And librarians who once guided us through stacks of books could soon be internet navigators. Bibliotech director Laura Cole has been there since the beginning. We have contributed to the San Antonio Public Library since 1930-something. I think it's 38, but something like that. And um, we were finding that the population of Bear County, the people that we pay for, which is anybody who's a non-resident of the city, the people that live in the suburban cities, the people that live in the unincorporated areas, uh, that's who Bear County pays for. That's why we pay that annual contribution. Uh, there are more and more of them are moving farther and farther away from branch libraries. So they're moving farther out sort of into the hinterlands of the county. And it was becoming more and more difficult for them to access and use branch libraries. And so what's the solution for that? And so the judge had this idea and he was just fascinated by this concept of a library that's not defined by space. Mm -hmm. You know, a library that's in the cloud. Anybody can use it any time of day. Isn't that fabulous? And why are we... He had just finished Steve Jobs' book, uh, or, the, the or the biography of Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson. And so he was really fascinated by how quickly technology has progressed even in the, you know, the last five, ten years. Um, so he just said, you know what, let's see if we can do some, some figuring on this and um, do some investigation and tell me about all the digital libraries there are in the world. And I started to call around and I started to do research and week, week after week this core group of folks, county people, would get together and have this little roundtable discussion and every week I'd come back and say, I don't, I don't see one. I don't, I don't think there's one that exists. <laughs> And it's, it's hard to say that because just because you can't find it doesn't mean it isn't there. Right. Um, and so, you know, that whole absence of evidence is not evidence of absence kind of thing. Um, but, you know, week after week we would say, and I called various libraries throughout the country and I um, contacted via email other libraries in the world and said, how are you managing your digital content? How are you doing this? How are you doing that? And nobody was doing it in a complete comprehensive way. Mm -hmm. uh, people would have... You know, some libraries were doing this, some libraries were doing this, some, some, I mean, little pieces. And I finally came back and I said, I think, you know, we could do this, but we'd have to sort of create our own way of doing it. And David Smith had originally said, the county manager David Smith had originally said, you know, this will probably be the easiest county project we've ever done. You just find the best model and then we'll just, you know, we'll mimic that. Right. It didn't exist. <laughs> there wasn't one. So, you know, the much to be said for the courage of Judge Wolf and the leadership of Judge Wolf, he just said, well, then we'll just be the first. And, and 
okay. <laughs> so we, we said that and we um, put together sort of a model that we thought was reasonable. We were going to have to provide education on how to use um, a digital library as well as technology um, to access it. We'd have to provide the technology to access it for those people that can't afford, you know, a public library is supposed to be for everyone. Mm -hmm. If it's only for the elite, if it's only for the affluent, it's not a public library. Mm -hmm. So we had to provide a solution for those people that didn't have those means. And, you know, the other thing too is where are you going to do that? A library is fine in the cloud, mm -hmm. but again, if people can't, don't have the technology to access it, if they don't have a device, what kind of solution are you going to provide for that? And there was some space down in a county-owned building down in, um, on Pleasanton Road. It was vacant. And we said, you know, it's, it's 4,800 square feet. We could build this out, and that's plenty of room to provide technology mm -hmm. to be able to circulate, um, you know, inexpensive reading devices for people. Um, and that serves as well, you know, a community learning hub, a space. Libraries are more than book repositories. They're, they're places where people need to gather. We can do all those things, but we just don't need the extra square footage for space. Mm -hmm. So um, we just went ahead and did it, and it was shocking because, again, we, we were sort of dancing around the whole issue of are we the first, you know, I don't know, you know almost afraid to say that. Right. Um, but as soon as the press release went out saying that we were going to do this and we were going to build out this space, the public information officer for the county started to get hits from all over the world. I mean, it was blowing up. It was scary. I mean, every, she was like calling me every 20 minutes saying, oh my gosh, we've got five more countries added to this. Because it went out on Express News and then it went to the wire. And before we knew it, you know, my heart is just pounding fast and I'm sweating bullets and all of a sudden. <laughs> now like, you're like, can we do this? Yeah, exa ex exactly. And then the pressure was on and mm -hmm. it couldn't just be okay. You know, we kind of, and I had built a budget for the county, mm -hmm. you know, with a county in mind, which is always kind of a satisfying budget. Not, you know, we, we have to be good stewards of taxpayer money. So it's like, okay, we can do it for this amount of money. Mm -hmm. And I suddenly realized we can do it for this amount of money, but we can't do it well. And you know, we've got the world watching this now to make sure that it's going to succeed or mm -hmm. see how it's going to do. So I went back to David Smith and I said, I think we're gonna need more money. And that's when Tracy Wolf got involved and she raised a good chunk of money for us. And there were a lot, it was, it, I'm always grateful to Tracy for her tremendous talents in that regard. But we also got some enthusiasm from some local people who said, this is kind of an exciting idea. Mm -hmm. And indeed it was. And so, you know, the, we opened on September 14th of 2013. And uh, so it's gonna be six years in September. And, you know, the first few years were pretty rough. Or the first, in terms of our acceptance with the library community, um, people in other parts of the world were so incredibly enthused and you know really really thrilled the library profession in the United States was not all that excited about it um, it's kind of a threatening model it's mm -hmm. kind of disruptive um, but now you know and now six years later we're seeing a much different uh, I'm getting a much different reception. I'm not the most reviled person in the room when I right. walk into a, a group of librarians. Um, it's, it's a very different thing now, but of course it's, you know, 
six years later, think about how much has changed in six years. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I always say it's very, very difficult for me to imagine that this, is, that this trend is going to go backwards. Mm -hmm. You know, people are not going to say, I don't want to receive information this way anymore. I don't want to read the newspaper online. I don't want to, you know, I, I, that's just not going to happen, mm -hmm. you know. So it's, it's very exciting. We've had some tremendous, uh, tremendous reception from the public as a whole. And uh, from now from other cities, uh, we've got other cities looking at doing this as well. So it's been pretty exciting. If I've never, if I'm not familiar with it, is it just a room full of tablets that use the internet for eBooks or is it something different? It's a little bit different. You know, it's um, our spaces are each unique because of their, their particular locations. For example, the one down on Pleasanton Road is 4,800 square feet. We have study rooms. Mm -hmm. We have a community room that's available for use. We have a children's area. But when you walk in, it's really a stark departure from probably any library you've ever been in. You, people are a little confounded by it, honestly. Mm -hmm. So we've always got somebody to greet them at the door and provide them with an orientation. Because what you'll do is you'll walk into our main reading room. You'll see a circulation desk. But then you'll just see 48 beautiful, gleaming iMac computers. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the library. Um, and, um, you know, behind the circulation desk, they'll check out a reading device for you if you don't have one. If you don't have internet at home, we have a certain number of hotspots that are available so that you can have internet access at home as well. Um, you know, we have all those things that you would find in a library, but without the, the paper books. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it, I, it, it does look a little bit different. Now at Bibliotech West, that's a smaller space. That's embedded in public housing. We got 2,300 square feet of storefront space in a new housing development, which speaks and fits in with our mission perfectly, which is really to bring library services to people. So if you can plunk a library in somebody's living room, that's a big deal. Um, how, often can you, how often can you do that? Um, so that's a very, that's a much smaller space. We don't have uh, the benefit of a community room at that space. However, what that means is we do have opportunities to partner with other local agencies that do have spaces. And so there's been a nice community synergy around that space. It's been really, uh, really a nice, nice thing. We do have a children's area there and we have a study room there. So again, we can sort of make Bibliotech fit any space because mm -hmm. we don't need books. We at Bibliotech East we've got a little bit more room there. We've got a community room, a children's room. We've also got a maker space. Um, so uh, that's been an exciting addition for us as well. Now, VIA Public Transit has Wi Fi on all their buses. Mm -hmm. So we've partnered with VIA to bring the library to the bus. So it's a little bit different. You know, you think about uh, the traditional uh, bookmobile where the bookmobile still travels. It's still a location uh -huh. that travels to you. But in this way, Bibliotech is the library that just becomes part of your day. Mm -hmm. it, it travels with you, not to you. And um, it kind of reframes the way we think of how library interacts with people. Is, and is it fair to still call Bibliotech a library? It is absolutely. The concept of it is information and absolutely a, a public library everything that you could probably find at a public library is it's just different because you know we think about we still think about public libraries as being 
places that hold and store things. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the same concept, it's just not a building. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, so yes, it is, we have movies, we have music, we have databases, we research databases, we have books, we have uh, graphic novels, we have language learning, software learning, um, all the all kinds of anything that you'd find in a library is available now in digital format and so we are able to provide that. It's not just for people who already have access to technology. Talk to me about the equity aspect of bibliotech. Well that's you know that's really really probably the biggest thing. We're trying to bridge the digital divide that really exists still in 2019 still exists in San Antonio. So bibliotech's kind of built on three pillars which is access resources and education mm -hmm. and they're all interdependent you can't have one without the others you know you can't have a library first of all without resources mm -hmm. you can't have a digital library if people don't know how to use it or don't know how to use technology so our staff is trained to be teachers you know mm -hmm. they work with people one-on-one -on -one. they'll teach them how to use um, the library on their own device, how to use it through one of our devices that we will circulate to them, just the way you'd circulate a book. Um, they teach them, you know, any kind of computer training that you might be interested in, we can provide that for you. Mm -hmm. So education is really important and access. Again, if you don't have the means to access our resources, it doesn't matter how great they are. Right. It, I mean, everybody's got to be able to use it. It's a public library, so we're going to provide the means for that. Uh, we will circulate a, a device to you that you um, can take home for two weeks and bring back. If you don't have internet at home, we can help you with that, too. We can provide, you know, circulate a hotspot that mm -hmm. will go home with you. If you don't bring it back in two weeks, we're turning it off. Right. <laughs> and then it's just a little, yeah. And then it's just a little brick. Mm -hmm. um, but you and your family can have access to the internet to do whatever it is that you that you want to do. You know, mm -hmm. you can work on a job search. You can do homework. You can you That's can do research for, uh, for a couple weeks huge. here or there. It is huge. To not have to go to the to a physical space to get access. And it's interesting to me because we did um, sort of a, a heat map of, of where our our um, hotspots are being used. Mm -hmm. And people are checking them out. They, oh my gosh, we've always got a waiting list at all of our branches, probably 35 or 40 deep in some cases. But we look at the zip codes of the people who check those devices out, and it's all over the county. Mm -hmm. I was shocked because, you know, mostly the people that use our branches are people that live within three or four miles of, mm -hmm. uh, of, of that area. And that makes sense. You know, you're not right. going to drive all the way from, you know, halfway across the county. county right but the hotspots people who check out the hotspots there's a a real dearth of you know accessibility throughout the county there's i was surprised at how far people will come to borrow a hotspot and and they're not doing that if they've got anything available to them mm -hmm. you know they're doing it because they need it right so yeah so what do you envision the role of bibliotech in a couple you know, years to I know, you know, I do. I, I, okay. always, I always want my vision statement really for Bibliotech is to be a leader for the advancement of digital literacy in Bear County. Um, and that means digital literacy means all kinds of things. Um, you know, it means um, understanding um, how digital information works. It also means just 
reading through digital technology, you know, um, and and I really want us to be advancing those th both of those things all the time. You know, at the heart of everything, I went back after I after I um, was put in charge of bibliotech. I went back and got my degree in librarianship, so I've got an MLS as a library. That was like post bibliotech, uh -huh. um, but. I've always been a reader, and I, I want to stress uh, over and over again how important reading is for people, and because readers are lifelong learners, and they're, they're curious, and they're always driven, and so I, one, of our, one of the components of our mission statement is really to promote reading as recreation, to make it fun. We've been able to appeal in a lot of ways to kids that way because all of a sudden, you know, it's kind of cool to be carrying around a, a, a device and reading from a device. And so it's, it's a little bit sexier than, you know, maybe what they, it, it's, it's more enticing for them. Mm -hmm. uh, it appeals. And they're used to those devices. That's it's right. It's that you play your games on or watch right. TV on. That's it, exactly. That's it, exactly. And in the six years, you know, the, our demographic is changing so much. In the six years that we have been around, the children that were not born yet mm -hmm. are now in kindergarten. So they're digital natives, you know, they're growing up with technology, right. their exposure to it. That's, I mean, that's, that's how they're learning. That's mm -hmm. their worldview. Um, and then, of course, on the other end, sadly, we've lost, you know, a chunk of people who maybe had less of a familiarity with technology. So, you know, we're going to see that, that shape change, that shape of uh, people who are already computer literate, um, to the people who are not. That is so interesting. It is, isn't it? When you talked about literacy, I mm -hmm. want to go back to that for a second because you talked about digital literacy and promoting that. I remember when I was growing up, librarians teaching us Dewey Decimal System and primary sources and secondary sources, yeah. and here's how you understand this information right. that's written. Eventually, could there be a role for these librarians, for bibliotech librarians, as this is information you can trust on the internet? Or a hundred percent, absolutely. And I think that that is the role that more and more librarians are finding that they that they're going to fill mm -hmm. um, those traditional librarians. You know, those those things that we used to rely on librarians for, mm -hmm. we don't need quite so much of anymore. At least in the public library. Search a name for yeah. it. You don't have to right. know the card. Exactly. In um, you know, I I think that at least in the public library setting, people aren't going into the public library for those deep dive uh, research questions that they used to. They're getting that on their own. Mm -hmm. What they need to know is, is this reliable information? Is this something I can trust? Is this skewed? That's where librarians are really going to be playing their role. Not so much as, let me help you with this search, mm -hmm. um, because I think people are learning that, those skills. And the kinds of searching that they're doing doesn't need a whole lot of, um, doesn't need the same kind of skill that it once did. Mm -hmm. um, however, the librarians are going to be the discerners. They're going to be, um, they're actually going to be the, the fellow, um, they're going to be the fellow, they're going to be navigators, let me put it that way. And I know it's a county entity, but do you find Bibliotech um, starting to integrate also with schools at all? Or are you getting interested? Yeah, we've, we've actually been working with about 14 school districts, and I think we are looking to launch a project soon um, 
that's going to sort of be a stronger partnership with some of our districts. So we're really excited about um, how we can always flesh out those relationships a little bit more. And there's so many opportunities really for that. We're excited. Is there anything else you're excited about within Bibliotech or happen that's happening right now that you want um, people to know about? People don't know about this, but they need to use it. You know, I uh, first of all, we've got great resources. All we've I, I want people to use some of our, uh, I want people to really just go in and explore um, online our website. Mm -hmm. I also uh, just, I, I just think that we've got some great ideas. You know, when you, when you sort of invert the way you think about the library and, and talk about it, making sure that the inside gets outside, um, there are so many different kinds of possibilities. I'm, I'm actually looking to, um, work with one of our partners at, at ways we can and get into some different kinds of areas. You know, I've got this vision of Bibliotech on all the screens at every gym in San Antonio, like on all the, you know, like on all the treadmills yeah. and stuff and all the machines. That's my next endeavor. It sounds funny, but I'm actually talking to some people about how we might make that happen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we are I am working to see how we might make Bibliotech work really, really well and serve a real solid um, purpose within the Bear County Jail. Um, so there, you know, I, I can't think of a place or a, a community or a population that we can't serve with Bibliotech. This was Commerce Street from Ken's Five Eyewitness News. Thanks for listening. Thank you.